for tuning in to Magic City Business, a podcast dedicated to celebrating the people, systems, and tech behind the best businesses in Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Magic City Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Will. I am joined by Mr. Eric Hicks today of VIP Score Boosters. Did I get that right? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jason. Uh, my first podcast. I'm excited. Are this your first one ever? Yeah, I listen to a lot of them, but this is my first time awesome. being on one, so uh, definitely thanks for the invite. Yeah, well, I think this is Blake, my amazing co-host. I think this is like his third podcast. And a couple of <laughs> <laughs> Hey, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to our amazing sponsor, Miss Diana Will, the Diana Will Lending Team, Move It Mortgage, NMLS 1740691. Hey, if you want to refinance your home loan or if you want to apply for a home loan. If you just want to see what the process entails, just go to dianawillteam.com. All right, Eric Hicks, this is important. I think there's a direct correlation between you know, what Diana does on the lending side and what you do on the, the score boosting side, because I think the, one of the stats I saw, and you may know this more than I, but like 82% of Americans want, I mean, the American dream is alive and well. They want to own a home or buy a car. I mean, you're helping people boost credit no matter what they want to obtain, right? Right, absolutely. And uh, and a lot of times, I mean, it's families too. I mean, uh, we want to do that for not only ourselves, but for our kids. And uh, for me, it's just really a blessing and a, a privilege to be a, a part of that moment for people. So uh, very important, like you said. How, do, how did you get into this line of work of helping people boost their credit scores? Oh, yeah. Great uh, great question, Jason. I, I, I do you, ask great questions. Yeah. I, I'm just so glad. It. I'm you didn't so mean glad that you complimented him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, uh, I think it was back when I was in car sales. And that was back in 2015. Uh, and I'm sure both of y'all have purchased a car before. But uh, when you have less than perfect credit, it's not always easy. A lot of things you don't know when you first go into the car dealership because there's a thing called an interest rate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you walk in there and you have a poor credit score, you know, maybe you don't get the car at all. Or if you do get the car, it's like the worst deal possible because, you know, you're paying almost double what you should be. And I, I think that's why a lot of people end up struggling, living check to check. And honestly, to me, it's really unfair. So I think that's when the wheels really started turning for me. Like, okay, all right, I know there's this problem. Uh, you know, what can I do to... To, to help fix it. So uh, I think that's where it really kind of originated for me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love, you know, people, man, they, they want to they hear the story of why you do something over what you do, and that's powerful. And this is, if you think about, like housing, for example, primal need, you know, money, primal need. Well, how do people get to and from their work? They need a car. So all these things are really, really important, but people are financing things the majority of the time, I think, these days. And so a lot of people, if they don't have the credit, they just have to go without. Or what do they get? They get penalized with a ridiculous interest rate or something crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really insane. Uh, and and I'm, you're almost buried in a car loan or, you know, whatever the case may be. And this is very predatory. And uh, and I see the, the cycle so much and just wanted to put an end to it. You know, someone gets a car they can't afford, it gets repossessed, credit's even more messed up. Now when they go back to that car dealership again, right back in the same boat because you still have bad credit because of it. So uh, mm -hmm. I definitely think it's something that I wanted to change. So I'm just happy I'm able to get the opportunity to do that. So, Well, what if I'm listening? Let me see if I can hit some maybe myths or misconceptions of the public. They say, well, listen, my credit's bad for 
a good reason. I don't make a lot of money or I'm broke. Mm-hmm. So how can I, I afford my stuff on time? <laughs> yeah. Like, right, yeah, right. So right. how am I going to pay it, you, Eric? How am I going to have money to pay you to in- increase my credit score? Is I it affordable what you offer? Absolutely. I think it's definitely affordable. My fee is less than going on a date. You know what I mean? At a at a nice restaurant, uh, I charge a. Yeah, not not Applebee's, Applebee's quite, <laughs> not Applebee's quite, but uh, oh, I, I ain't that classy. We'll ask my wife, and uh, yeah. she'll, she'll tell you that <laughs> she's more of a you know kind of a Jay Alexander's. Uh, oh, she's bougie. <laughs> the guy from Seinfeld, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, to answer that question, uh, I think a lot of times it's priorities. People need a budget. So a lot of times they're spending beyond their means and yeah, I know that, this room. that dreaded B word, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that's but, all we have time for in the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's kind of where it starts. Like a lot of people, they make enough money, but they got the wrong spending habits. I mean, they're eating out, you know, five, six times a week when they can't afford it. They got all these subscriptions, you know, that they don't really need. I had one client, she has a gym membership. She never even went to the gym. Oh, I mean, I there's that. all these sneaky little expenses. And when yeah. you start adding them up, I can find my credit repair in that yeah and it's usually a mindset flip too like credit repair is an investment because once you get through it you're gonna save money like this car note you might be paying five hundred dollars for could have been three hundred dollars if you had the right credit score mm. what is so, a good car payment i don't know i've never had a real great credit well or pay I, it, bills it, it, on time or taxes, or taxes. whatever yeah you know. Uh, a good car payment is affordable for you, and you're being treated fairly. Like That's it such shouldn't a be political a political answer. It shouldn't be a ten thousand dollar car, but by the end of it, you're paying twenty five thousand dollars for it. Can you get a hundred dollar car note anymore? Uh, yeah, that'd be a really cheap car. Well, see you in a when Kia. I was uh, when I was selling cars. <laughs> the lowest car note I ever do Kia Optima. <laughs> Right. <laughs> With all the bells and whistles, we got tape Before these Tellurides came out, man, all these fancy features. <laughs> back in the good old days. Yeah, back when I was selling cars, the lowest one I ever saw leave was probably about 200-something bucks. Like, that was yeah. probably the lowest. Because it depends on the car, right? I mean, yeah. I was selling Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram products, so people are coming in wanting brand-new Dodge, you know, Chargers and yeah. Challengers, so you're not going to get, you know, a $100 car note out of that right. one, you know. It'll be more in the 500 to 700 range. It's always so. what I've wondered, though. What's the point of it? I mean, I know what the point of it is now from yeah. buying a house, but I always thought, like, even if I got an 800 credit score, what am I getting, a $300 car note? And if I don't pay my bills on time, what am I at, a 400 500 I mean, what's the worst? What's the best? I don't think there's a lot of people that know that. It's definitely dependent on the price of the vehicle. So I think what you should look at is, okay, is this fair? You know what I mean? Like if the car is $10,000 and, you know, the the car note should be $200 if you do the math. Sometimes you got to pull out a calculator. Like if the term is five years, take whatever the price of that car is, divide it by five years, which would be 60 months, and see what that number is. If it's something like if it's supposed to be $300, but then you do the math and you're really paying $500, okay, you're paying 200 bucks in interest. You're not supposed to be paying 200 bucks in interest on a car if it's, you know, something like that. Exactly. So So. you get the good credit. And you're fine. Exactly. Cause the, but you still got to you know live within your means. I think sometimes people get the good credit and then they just start financing everything they could yeah, possibly. Right. Yeah, uh, you got to uh, do that now. <laughs> now that I got my credit done, like, I got to spend. I'm not yeah. going to Costco card, that. blank check. <laughs> yeah. About yep. to get a Costco. I got a Costco credit card now. About to get a Costco tattoo. <laughs> just this whole world's opened up to me. Yeah. Since the credits happened. Right. And I and I definitely am not an advocate for that. I tell people, hey, you know, have some restraint, you know. No. Do what is within your means, you know. And you gotta figure that out for well, how what... do you, so it sounds like there's a big coaching element to what you do, but how do you get people 
to be accountable to their credit? How do you get them to stop mm-hmm. eating out four or five times a <laughs> week or a day or whatever it is? You know what, Jason? How do you get them to listen it, to you? You know what, Jason? It, it isn't always me. I'm motivational, but there's usually some kind of trigger event that happens within them. And sometimes it's uh, maybe a friend. That, you know, y'all grew up the same and now this friend has gotten their life together. They see them with the closing sign, standing in front of their new house with their mm. family, and boom, that gets it started for them. Yeah. Or they just get sick and tired of, you know, getting denied for things over and over and over again, and then that triggers it. You know, if someone is just going about their life, they're not really uh, thinking about it, there's not that trigger event that happens, sometimes it's hard to just force that motivation on someone. So yeah. usually there's some kind of trigger event that gets it going, and the best ones are the motivational one where you see someone else doing something that you know grew up just like you brother like, sister right. cousin yeah, yeah. And if they can do it i can do it too like yeah. those are the best people i found to work with. that's true yeah i love that well and you know action beats anxiety so you know i mean <laughs> you know if you're it's got the pain is overcome that immediate pleasure of buying that piece of Whatever, whether it's food or clothing or right. whatever it is. Because you got to remember, these things aren't going anywhere. It's just a temporary sacrifice yeah. so that you can be able to live more comfortably and still do those things. Now you have a better credit, so you got better interest. You know, you're able to live a little more within your means because you don't have these high payments on every single thing. And I think that's where it all kind of comes together. It's just a temporary sacrifice to mm-hmm. get you with a better lifestyle. I just like the peace of mind of it. Like that was some, you know, not to go too deep into my personal life, but there was a hot mess. Yeah, it's a hot mess, you know. It was. <laughs> it's flaming. It <laughs> is, was. Living in a nicer neighborhood now, though. But that's the real talk. Like when you're going up there and they're like, let's just use Von Mar, for example. You know, you go up there and you buy some clothes and they go, you know, hey, if you apply for this card, you get like 30% off. And I'm like, oh, that's a great deal, right? And so I used to let them run it, and then I'm like, sweet Jesus, no one come up behind me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm just like, get the hell out of here, the slide's closed. <laughs> Sorry, and, ma'am. And they do that everywhere now, yeah. right? So, I mean, you can be, if you're going shopping, you can be getting yeah. like five inquiries a, a day just yeah. on people trying to get you to apply for these different cards. And I also try to tell people, stay away from things like that, because that can be a wasted, you know, inquiry. 30%. It could be a wasted account on your your credit report, especially if it's not even a store you're gonna right, shop we're at frequently. Some depths here. You don't want to be using your credit just to get a discount one time. Like that's not. The yeah, but don't you it. want the credit limit though? But you're not. How are you gonna keep it open if you're not gonna frequently shop at this place? Well, so you then, just don't use it. Well, that's the thing. They'll close it. Like if it's inactive for a certain oh. period of time, like they're not just gonna keep that credit line open forever. They'll close it out, and then it kind of becomes a, a waste. Negative. Yeah, cause uh, you're basically yeah, when, and it's that's another good point, Blake. Good uh, good. Yeah, I know it was all about it was, this credit thing. Gotta f it up. I, yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't. I think let's be careful telling Blake he's contributing with good points. <laughs> right. Can you say that was a good? That was a mediocre point. <laughs> yeah, I got you. It, had, uh, it had moments. Yeah. <laughs> he's the co-host, Eric. Yeah. So everything he does is mediocre. Okay? Right. Just, so that and just to, just to unpack that just a little bit, credit age is a factor on your credit report. So. Mm. It's the average age of the accounts you have. And you get to that number by the total number of accounts you have and how old they are. So if you keep adding these new accounts, keep adding these new accounts, you're shortening the age of your credit history. And that's where the problem comes in, that if you're just applying for all these different cards just to get a discount, it's kind of like you're wasting the spot on your credit report. And then another aspect is credit mix. So the number of accounts you have also contributes to that. So if you're having one 
one's clothes are inactive, that can hurt you as well. The algorithm is weird, but once you yeah. figure it out, it's kind of easy so to interpret. So let me rephrase <laughs> for the people at home. They're creating rules to screw you, right? <sighs> Not you. <laughs> Saying them. The yeah. credit people, right? Because yeah, I the, think credits, I get it. I just think it's, when you really break it down, right? like not to go all Q-spirits, yeah. it's kind of a crock of crap, right? Q-spirits. Like the Q, like JFK's not really dead, or JFK <laughs> Jr.'s walking around New York married to Lady Gaga. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. Huh. That plane never crashed. Right. I think it is a bit silly. This is one example. Like I had one of my clients call me the other day, and she said, I just paid my car note off, and my credit dropped like 50 points. That should be a celebratory moment, but it's kind of the algorithm I was just speaking of because she lost that particular account. She lost, you know, the uh, the credit mix factor because the different open accounts you have actually contributes to that. So when you lose that, it can cause a temporary drop. But you just paid your car off. You should be happy as all get out. You you know, you got rid of that car payment. But that's just one of the weird ways uh, credit can go the wrong direction. So you would if, if if I was to hire you? Right, mm-hmm. you. I would call you before I went to Von Mar and opened up that account, or how would this work? Yeah, there's there's no question that I think is uh, off the table. Like if it's related to credit, like whatever you got questions Even at on. Three in the morning, me. if I'm at a gentleman's club and they're offering a discount on a you know company credit card to like you know yeah we Inferno. need yeah I'd love to negotiate that yeah, that, just, that transaction with you. Yeah. So give me a call Scott, at three the next time. It. The next yeah. time you're there, Blake, give me a call. It's got a twenty five percent cash out rate. Now you you good deal. 25% cash. Yeah, we, we can, well, we can, you, we can get a better rate on that. We yeah. can get a better rate. Well, when you use your credit card at a gentleman's club, they, they charge you. How do you a, know all this? Yeah, there's, uh, well, You've I heard. went to them, and then, and then they ask you to leave sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. The I've, hell ne- I've it? never been put out. Uh, so yeah. Like, out of a gentleman's club? <laughs> yeah, never been put out. Well, like, uh, three, see, four that's times. another one of those pain things he's talking yeah. about. Like, if you don't want to get asked to leave the gentleman's club, you got money. maybe work on I your mean, credit. I mean, was it, it closed, Blake, or were you just trying no, to stay No, they just play? asked me to leave. It was... <laughs> People were getting all upset about yeah, stupid stuff. Oh, it happens. All right, let's. Uh, he's like the he's the biggest squirrel, you know, squirrel. bunny troll guy. <laughs> uh, well, what about success stories? I mean, can you share some of like your favorite success stories from past clients or even current clients? Yeah, yeah. I just had one recently. Uh, one of my clients, he, you know, he had a dream car that was uh, on his list, and he was able to get that with no money out of pocket. And that wow. was that was new for him because when you have less than perfect credit, a lot of times to get the deal done, they're asking you for these large down payments. So I remember getting tagged in a post, and it was like, hey, thank you so much for you know working with me. Couldn't have did it without you. Got my dream car. you know. And to wake up to that and get tagged, and you change someone's life and help them do something that they thought was you know not something possible for them is like the biggest success stories for me. So. Yeah, that's that's why I do this. You know, I've been in corporate sales before, and these success stories feel a whole lot better when you're helping that that underdog. You know, right? So, and these things like these purchases, whether it's a your first new car and you get that new car smell, or like Blake <laughs> was talking about, you know, he lives in a nice neighborhood now. He's got what two or three times the square footage. That oh you used yeah, to have. three. So that does, nice. I think that does something for your mindset, right? It's like, yeah, definitely. It, it's going to, it's going to like feed your hustle and feed your drive and feed your confidence and all these things. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're going to just have this collateral effect across every aspect of your life. I'm sure Blake is a, a better husband and a better father, huh. a better lover yeah. because of this new house and <laughs> this yep. new neighborhood. Yeah. I am a better lover. I he cry married, less. Yeah. He cries a lot less. Yeah. 
And there's two to three I'm seconds added very to the emotional lover. We should rephrase that before we. <laughs> I've had sex before. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's say I'm listening, Eric, mm-hmm. and I have zero concern for Blake's private life, which is pretty uh, frequent. Uh, some weird parts. <laughs> Do you have a top three or five list? So I'm, I'm listening right now, and I'm like, man, my, I know my credit sucks. It's like a 300. Is that real bad? Is that possible? Yeah, I've signed people up in the 300s Whoa. before. So, yeah. Is there something? I, I want to get to this first. So first thing, what are like the top three things you're going to recommend they do right off the bat? Or is there anything they can do like homework-wise before they call you to get prepared to work with you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think a lot of people use the credit monitoring apps, the free one. Credit Karma is the most popular one that people use. Is so, it pretty uh, accurate? It's not accurate for what like Diana you know, would use to approve somebody for a mortgage. It's not accurate for that because she's going to be using her FICO scores. Mm-hmm. Credit Karma is giving you your Vantage scores. Gotcha. So I tell people not to focus on the score on Credit Karma, but focus on the information. So you can just go onto that app and you can go to the uh, Credit Health page and you can get a real quick blueprint of what you're going to need to do because it's going to give you the buckets. It's going to give you payment history, which is at the top of the list. If you know that payment history is less than 100%, that means you've had some late payments that maybe you need to address. Or if it's no data at all, that means you need to start building some credit. You need to add some accounts. And then the next section on there is credit card utilization which is the next oh, yeah, that's where I biggest up. section. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. all, you know, we got out of town, you go on a trip, you pull that thing out and swipe it more than you need to, and, and yeah. here we are, you know, with a maxed out uh, utilization. But that's the next most important section. So you can go there and see how you're looking. If you're anything over 30%, you want to start working on that to pay it back down. And if you have no data, you need to get a credit card. A lot of people are afraid of them, but you got to have them to build credit. 30% of your total, like, let's say, my Costco card. You keep on bringing it up. Uh, <laughs> Costco? I, yeah, I have a $5,000 limit, okay? Mm-hmm. And I got like, you know, let's just say 1000 for mm-hmm. shits and giggles because it's not. But I'm under the 30% on that card, right? Yeah, definitely because that'll so be 20%. I'm good. 20%. I don't even got to pay it. Yeah, you're 20%. The, yeah. To get even better, you want to get under 10% if you mm. really want to go for gold, you know? Listen, let's not so get this. it under... <laughs> Okay, right. you're a guest here. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Don't he's kick me out. Yeah. Buying, I'm, I I'm mean, helping. He's stocking up on laundry detergent. It's like, like it's paper the, towels. The, yeah. Got, uh, you, you ever had those like Mexican cokes? Mexican cokes. Yeah. Oh, the one, uh, the glass bottle yeah. ones. Yeah, man, I love those. Really? Yeah, those are the, those are the four best pack ones. of them bad boys. Yeah. At Costco, they don't have week. room in their closet for their clothes, but they got don't plenty of toilet paper and dog treats. <laughs> Loaded and, with TP. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, just make sure you stock some water as well. Too many yeah, cokes you might want to get some water in there. there. Yeah, <laughs> there's water. In the He's not probably. big on health, so mm-hmm. that's what his whole thing. He's like, I'm not going to live long, so what do I need to save money? For? <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, like, what, what do you recommend to somebody to do with the 300? Just fake their death? All right, let's flip it to life insurance. No, I don't do that. Yeah, thank you for the segue. Hopefully you got somebody in the hallway. Just, uh, <laughs> Moving them right in. Yeah, so uh, what about in terms of what are going to be your top three recommendations once they get into the program that they do? I mean, like, you're going to do this, you're going to coach them on 
their budget for is that the first thing that's going to happen mindset first huh? i like Ooh, to get the, the nice. mindset wrapped around what your goals are yeah so i try not to even focus as much on oh what what score are you trying to get to because i mean what does that matter really you know what are you trying to do are you trying to buy a house in the next six months are you trying to start a business are you trying to get a car you know what is the goal for you and how is that going to impact your life once it happens so when you get them thinking about that then you can usually keep them on track. Because if you just focus on the credit score, this is a process. It may take them several months. If they're just credit score watching, they might drop out of the program, Mm -hmm. not have the same motivation as if you can see that goal that you're working towards. So I I get people to focus on that first. And then we back into the other stuff that's going to help you get there. Well, and I think as far as Blake and I are concerned, you know, I know for me personally, it just seems like a lost cause to send people to a credit score repair person yeah. because they just they they always drop out. They never follow through. I and don't even go. <laughs> like you but, could give them, they're like, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just take one look at Blake and go, mm, yeah. waste of time. <laughs> yeah. But I, that's what I think is unique about what you're doing. I mean, you're working with the Diana Will Lending team and helping them get their borrowers' credit scores up. I mean, they don't have time to ride the butts of all these people. I mean, they're getting several applications a day. But I think your approach is just so much better. I think, you know, you're service oriented. You actually give a crap about helping these people. And I just love what you just said. The first thing you're going to coach them on is not what they're doing wrong, but the mindset they need to be successful, which is really powerful. Right. And I try to incorporate social into that. So I try to add as many of my clients as friends as I can so that when I post a success story, a client spotlight or something like that, they see it. And yeah. that makes it kind of real for them as well. They're like, all right, if that person's doing it, I can hang in here and do it as well. Right. And then also back that into my emails that are encouraging as well. So uh, I try to make sure I'm touching it with motivation as much as possible. That's a human nature thing. People need to see it to believe it. Yeah. And I think too that it's uh, you're meeting them kind of at their level in a way. Like you're kind of going out and doing the sales aspect of it. I don't want to use that term in it because I think... Well, that's what it is. Yeah, but I think there's people that look at credit as this intimate thing, which is really stupid, right? Like I was, uh, I think I would lie to people and be like, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm at like a 650, which is crap, right? I didn't even know that. I was just bragging about it. But literally, you wouldn't tell somebody the truth. Like if you found out you got declined for a Lowe's card because you were at a 615 with massive amounts of, you know, the late payment history, all that crap. Right. Like, you're like, oh, I don't need help. I just need to keep this a secret. Right. I think people want somebody that's not going to judge them. Yeah, so, that's like, what I'm saying. They want, like, real people. Like, uh, if they look at you and you look like someone that is on your high horse, you know, yeah. you're, you know, not in it for the right reasons, and they can clearly tell that you don't care. I mean, they're not right. they're not going to want to be transparent with you. So uh, one thing I try to do when I'm on the, the phone with my clients is like, hey, just tell me whatever it is. I promise. Because if you do, it may be something I can help you through. If you think you're going to be late on the card note, let me help you with how to avoid that. So that we don't backslide. You know, there's ways to defer things. Like anything is better than keeping it to yourself, not getting the help and being late on something. Well, I think it's a unique trade though, right? I think it should be into, implemented into all sales. Like I yeah. mentioned, I made it, I made the comment to Diana. I'd been carrying around a massive burden for years that I hadn't paid my taxes, right? Right. You know, I was willing to like just, I didn't know how to figure it out. But I was like, uh, I, got, I can't tell anybody. <laughs> like I can't tell the people that want to see me succeed, care about me, Right. Like, I'm sitting there like a drug addict with this huge, massive amount of debt and going like, yeah, I probably need some help with this. And not until I told her one night, and she's like, okay, make this, 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 this. And I'm like, what? 
That's it. Yeah. Same thing as with you. Yeah. You're very approachable. They, I, you can hear it in your voice that you're not like judgmental. I've given you real examples and you've not been like, yeah, that's bad shit. Girl. He's thinking. He's thinking. I even it. told you yeah, you can call just me. Not at, saying it. I even told you you can call me at three in the morning from the gentleman's yeah, club. But that's right. not judgmental. I don't. I mean, yeah, that one. I'm, I'm definitely not. Everything. I'm definitely Let's not. Let's go ahead judgmental. and pre-warn your wife. Hey, it's this weird guy. <laughs> He's totally not a cowboy, but he wears yeah. a cowboy hat. Uh, but I think that's a really good point that Blake just made. I mean, whoa. It, yeah. Oh, two, oh, two, oh, right. two and one. I'm sorry. It was a, it was an <laughs> exceptionally mediocre point that he just made because. If I'm hearing you correctly, you didn't really think this was a solvable problem. I mean, obviously, you know that there's some... Because, like, you can't be the worst, right? Yeah. And I think that that's what a positive person does, is they talk himself out of it a little bit. Like, I can't be the only person that's not pay their taxes. I can't be the only person that has a 620 credit score. But you never solved the problem, though. You just talked yourself out of probably not putting a gun up to your head and going, it's not going to get better than this, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, you're I just, never the only one, you know, in in any kind of situation like that. Yeah, but that. the people that and are if people are listening, it, Blake can do it. Anybody can do it. Hundred percent. He's just like the poster child for anything and F everything. Up, yep. Yeah. Writing bad checks to bars, stuff like that. I Voted mean, most least likely to succeed mm -hmm. in by your high school graduating class. Yep. I mean, now I wear a cowboy hat, so you know. Classic mindset is everything, man. I'm telling you, if you can think it, you can do it. No, but I think that it's is, also so too, true. reaching out to people. Yeah, going, hey, hey you yeah. know, hey, hey, Eric, need your help. Yeah, hey, Eric, you need your help. And then hearing from other people, and he's giving people the visuals, like, hey, if they can do it, I can do it, or I never thought I could do it. It's just like people thinking they got to have 20% to put down to buy a house. Once yeah. you tell them, like, hey, you don't have to do that, you're activating them, right? right? And they're like, wow, I can actually do this. There's so much misinformation. And I also think people create these problems that aren't there and, you know, right. self-diagnose themselves, kind of like you were just saying with the 20% down. It's like, I think the internet kind of helps with clouding their vision and they, you know, take this bit of information from this website and this bit of information from this uh, social page. And next thing you know, you got all these different scenarios and you haven't even talked to someone that does it every day yet. Right. And that's where I think people really kind of run in circles. And I'm all about, hey, let's be efficient with this. Like, if you're thinking about a mortgage, consult with a mortgage lender. Like, go and get the help you need. Don't try to think yourself into the solution. And don't get your information from Facebook. And don't get your information from your neighbor or your coworker whose credit is terrible, too. I mean, go to the professionals to get the information. It's like, you know, Diana says all the time, a conversation costs you nothing. Right. So there's no obligation. It's like people are like, oh, my God, it's going to come through the phone and kidnap me or put me under some kind of mind spell. But so how often are you talking to people? Do you talk to them? If I hire you, do I, am I talking to you once a week or it just depends? How does that work? There's communication from all angles. So I'm going to have like a one on one conversation with you at least once a month. And then you'll also get educational emails that will come through. As we're throughout each round, because credit repair goes in rounds where you send your letters off and then you follow up, you're going to get emails in between that to touch bases on a time frame. And then you also get your updates whenever, uh, you know, something good happens. You get those uh, congratulations emails, which I think everybody likes to wake up to mm -hmm. those. Yeah. <laughs> whenever uh, a negative item gets deleted or a score increase happens, you get those notifications. And, uh, and I always tell people, hey, my phone is in front of me. If you got a question, call me. 
don't feel like you can't call me, call me. Yeah. You, you don't have to send me a text or send me an email, call me. Like, I'm, a, I'm an open book, so uh, I want people to know that that line of communication is open once you join my program. Okay, well, that's a good segue to talk about how people can actually get in touch with you. So what phone numbers, email addresses, websites, go ahead and give it your uh, VIP credit score booster is a big plug. Well, awesome. Well, uh, my website is www.go. VIP scoreboosters.com. You can go on there and see all about the pricing, learn a little bit more about what to expect. You can even schedule a free consultation there. You can also find me on Facebook. You can add me on there. My personal page is Eric Hicks, and you'll know it's me because you'll see my logo and you'll see my uh, kind of credit repair stuff and my bio. So you'll you'll know that it's me. And uh, also my business page is VIP Score Boosters on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also reach us at 205-649-6009. And that's 205-649-6009. And you can call us directly. So uh, let me know if y'all need some help. This is what we love to do. And we want to you know be able to help you. And if you see him walking down, he is a walking billboard. <laughs> I try I to notice that, man. <laughs> like you, you got you got sweatpants on that say that you work on uh, credit scores, yeah, right? Yeah, and they're like those juicy coutures. Out. Yeah, check the back out. What does it so. say? Juicy couture. No, it does not. It does not say. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, all right, all right uh, audience. It does not say juicy couture. I think it says yeah. something along the lines of uh, if your credit score needs a boost, you yeah. gotta call this number. So uh, <laughs> that's crazy. You got a tramp stamp, man. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I think that needs to be in a little. Uh, I, I'm not getting into that. Blake's yeah. kind of roping yeah. me into his. He, uh, he is. He's it's good a, at doing it, that. Yeah, it's a black <laughs> hole. You need it. It's like quicksand. You need to stay out of it. You're screwed. All right, Eric. Thanks so much for coming in. I just. Can't say enough good things about you, and I hope your phone blows up after being on this podcast. We have, you know, we only have like two listeners, but they have a lot of friends. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's circle the wagon and thank our our one sponsor. We're open to more sponsors, right? Yeah. Consider it. Yeah. I mean, we're looking for a major name in the uh, like G. Yeah. I do G. Diana, just so you guys know, she's top one percent loan officers in the nation. Oh wow! Yeah. So if you want to join Not this elite class of sponsors for the Magic City Business Podcast, you know, get in line because there's a waiting list. The ball's uh, in your court, Nike. Yeah. All right, so Dinah Will Lending Team Movement Mortgage in MLS one seven zero or one seven four zero six nine one. That's dianawillteam dot com. So go there and you can start applying for a loan or refinance right away. And thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if you know somebody's got bad credit, share this episode mm-hmm. with them. And if you got something out of this episode, give us a five-star review on Apple. We'd appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Magic City Business. This podcast is fueled by the support of our listeners. So if you found value in the podcast, please be sure to give us a favorable rating on iTunes, subscribe, and share your favorite episodes with friends. If there is an impactful story behind your business and you'd like to be featured on the show, please send an email to magiccitybusiness at gmail.com.